How are your friends? My friends? Laurel asked. Could you possibly be more transparent? Laurel unconsciously touched a silver bracelet on her wrist. Tammany's eyes followed the movement. Tammany kicked at the dirt. How's David? He finally asked. He's great. Are you too? He let the question hang. Are we together? I guess that's it. Tammany glanced again at the intricate silver bracelet. Frustration clouded his features, transforming the glance into a glare, but he dispelled it with a smile. The bracelet was a gift from David. He had given it to her just before Christmas last year when they officially became a couple. It was a delicate silver vine with tiny flowers blooming around crystal centers. He hadn't said as much, but Laurel suspected it was to balance out the fairy ring she still wore every day. She couldn't bear to put the tiny ring away, and true to her promise, every time she thought of the ring, she thought of Tammany. She still had feelings for him. Torn and uncertain feelings, mostly, but strong enough to make her feel guilty when her thoughts wandered that direction. David was everything she could ask for in a boyfriend. Everything except what he wasn't, what he never could be. But Tammany could never be what David was, either. Yes, we are, she finally answered. Tammany was silent. I need him, Tam, she said, her tone soft, but not apologetic. She couldn't, wouldn't, apologize for choosing David. I told you before how it was. Sure. He ran his hands up and down her arms. But he's not here now. You know I couldn't live with that, she forced herself to say. But it was barely a whisper. Tammany sighed. I'm just going to have to accept it, aren't I? Unless you really want me to be alone. He slung one arm around her shoulders, friendly now. I could never want that for you. She put her arms around him and squeezed. What's that for? Tammany asked. Just for being you. Well, I certainly won't turn down a hug, he said. His tone was casual, joking, but he wrapped his other arm around her tightly, almost desperately. Before she could pull away, however, his arm dropped, then pointed down the path. Come on, Tammany said. It's this way. Laurel's mouth went dry. It was time. Pushing her hand into her pocket, Laurel felt the embossed card for what was doubtless the hundredth time. It had shown up on her pillow one morning in early May, sealed with wax and tied with a sparkling silver ribbon. The message was brief, four short lines, but it changed everything. Due to the woefully inadequate nature of your current education, you are summoned to the Academy of Avalon. Please report to the gate at mid-morning, the first day of summer. Your presence will be required for eight weeks. Woefully inadequate. Her mom hadn't been too happy with that. But then her mom hadn't been too happy with much of anything involving fairies lately. After the initial revelation of Laurel being a fairy, things had been surprisingly okay. Her parents had always known there was something different about their adopted daughter. As crazy as the truth actually turned out to be, that Laurel was a changeling, a fairy child left in their care to inherit sacred fey land, they had accepted it with remarkable ease, at least at first. Her dad's attitude hadn't changed, but over the last few months, her mom had grown more and more freaked out by the idea that Laurel wasn't human. She'd stopped talking about it, then refused to even hear about it and things had finally come to a head last month when Laurel got the invitation. Well, more like a summons, really.
It had taken a lot of arguing from Laurel, and a fair bit of persuasion from her dad, before her mom had agreed to let her go. As if somehow she would come back even less human than when she'd left. Laurel was glad she'd neglected to tell them anything about the trolls. She doubted she would be standing here today if she had. Are you ready? Tammany pressed, sensing Laurel's hesitation. Ready? Laurel wasn't sure if she could ever be more ready for this. Or less. Silently, she followed him through the forest, trees filtering the sunlight and shading their trek. The path was scarcely a path at all, but Laurel knew where it led. Soon they would come to a small, gnarled tree, a unique species in this forest, but otherwise ordinary in its appearance. Though she had spent 12 years of her life living here and exploring the land, she had seen this tree only once before, when she brought Tammany back from fighting trolls, wounded and barely conscious.